22 years. Yesterday. Antron Brown's been coming in here many, many times, and we thought, why not, man? Bring it back in here. If anybody could use some freaking Speed Freaks mojo, it's this guy. Uh, Antron Brown, not a bad weekend last weekend where you grab yourself a four spot, but um, have you stopped chasing your tail and now let the cha- tail chase you now? Yeah, you, you know, Kenny, that's a hard that's a hard comment that you just said there, man. <laughs> You're always – Sure, man, try and give it to him. But the trick is you can't let the, cha- the tail chase you. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and right now, i tell you one thing is we've been uh, – there were ups and downs, but that's the struggles of the way we start out. We start out with everything brand new this year. You know what I mean? We had a lot of new partners with Lucas Oil, and then we came out. And we start with everything brand new, a whole brand new clutch system. We changed injectors. We changed this. We changed that. Brand new body, different this, different that. And we wanted all the latest and greatest and newest, but we had to learn how to come up with a combination that we can start molding into our own. And and that's where we're at right now. We're finally getting it to do what we want to do, and we're going to start racing the package that we have. Over the last seven races, we've been in straight-up test mode every race, trying different things, doing different things, and trying to make some things not happen. We've been having chaos happen, like this not working right, that not working right. You know, crushing the main, uh, rubbing on the thrust bearing down low and got to get all that stuff to work right before you can start wicking it up. And now we're at the point right now where we can start fine-tuning and getting everything to work the way it needs to be and getting into our race combination that we can have because we got about seven more races left until we hit that countdown. Your teammate, well, Lucas Oil, I, I would say your sharing teammate with Justin Ashley, he's got a couple of wins under his belt. Is Was he in the same scenario, or is he using parts that he's used to, parts and pieces which can contribute to the two wins that he has this season? No, Mike Green and Tommy DeLago came off with Justin Davis race and Justin Ashley race, where they had their combination from last year, like engine combination. They tried a couple new things on the offseason, and they've been settled in for a while. That's, I mean, they've been coming out like gangbusters, and I'm super pumped and super proud for them because they've been showing out right now. And uh, and slowly we're getting to where they're at. So we're just been slowly getting it together and getting our new team guys acclimated with each other because we have three key new team personnel on our team too. Where uh, that's with Justin Ashley Racing and Dustin Dave Racing. They've been having the same personnel since last year with the addition of Tom DeLago. So they're just taking off where they left off at the end of last year when they were destroying everybody. So for us, we got to get to that level. So we become a destroyer too. And uh, we're really, really close to that. No, it was so fun to see the results start to come in in Bristol last weekend. So what exactly did click? What was one of the first things that really went together that got that momentum with throughout the team being like, all right, we are on the next level now. Yeah, well, Chris, the one thing that really happened for us is that we tested after our last race and just kept on refining on what we wanted to do. And when we came into Bristol, when we unloaded and we were the first fuel car down the track with a good run because the funny cars weren't making it down at all. They're like, you know, brand new surface, they just flattened out most like 40 percent of the bumps. And we're like, oh, man, ain't nobody making it down. And then when we went down and we went. A to B, and we went out there through that 380 with a one up on the board, <clears throat> and it stayed number one for a while. That gave us some confidence going into race day, and that's what we took in race day. And we survived the bumps and bruises, 
and the whoop section going down the racetrack. The whoop section. He's making a motocross reference going 330 miles an hour. Okay. <laughs> and John Brown joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits on our 22-year anniversary show. And you touched on the crew needing to kind of gel. So many people discount that. But when you are having some tough times, that is crucial. And that's what gets you to the next level. So have you seen that come together over the, the first third of the season? And if so, how exactly has that made things better as well? It has. It has. I mean, I think this year as a whole, I think we were in Vegas this year. We made it to the final in the four wide and we lost and we just had some mishaps, mishaps that we weren't catching. You know what I mean? Because we don't have the season vets on hmm. our team for growing as a group. Like I didn't, Brad didn't catch it. Mark and Brian didn't catch it, but the guy didn't catch it. So we're just coming together where we're starting to overlap each other as a whole. And we start overlapping. One person can make a mistake, but we catch it before we get to the starting line because we help each other. We have race buddies, you know what I mean? Kind of like a battle buddy. And we're growing those relationships on our team. And that's what takes to win championships. When you have guys and gals on your team that can communicate without even talking, they can look at each yes. other like, okay, I got that. And once you get that, that's when those race wins starts popping off. And that's when those championships start happening. Antron Brown. Animal. <laughs> I hadn't talked to you in a long time, partner. It's great to see you again, man. <laughs> it's always good seeing you, Step, man. Step, hey, hey, man, be easy on me now, man. You always beat me down. You beat me down. <laughs> no, don't say that. You know, people, people get the wrong idea. <laughs> but I do want to ask you, congratulations, the team ownership, all of that. You're learning, you're building from the bottom. But tell me the one thing, the biggest thing, that you didn't plan for that's coming up and rattling your cage right now as a team owner? I think the biggest thing that rattled my cage was no matter how hard you prepare, and I felt that I was super prepared for when this first started with all the people that we had, and when the parts and pieces didn't show up, and we ordered way in advance. Like, give you an example. Uh, we ordered our brand new trucks and trailers, okay? We ordered our, tra our trailers, and we we're supposed to have our trailers in by like September at the latest October. And just because the parts delay and like, you know, just manufacturing stuff, like get not getting be able to get into certain parts and pieces to finish like our generator, you know what I mean? And like our air compressors, they go on the trailers. We didn't get our first trailer until between Christmas and new Year's. It was a late Christmas present. And we didn't get our second trailer until the week before we left testing in January. So when you got stuff like that happening, you're like, oh, Lord, are we even going to make it to the first race? Like, when we made it to the first race, that was a championship inside itself, that man. That's the stuff that that you can't prepare for, that you can't do nothing about. Like, organizing people, getting part. Like, you know, if you, if you have the parts and pieces, we can make it happen. But when we were on the last hour, and we're like, we ain't even got a trailer to go. <laughs> Brother, that, that, that's got you shaking. You're like, how are we going to get all this stuff here? I start calling the boys up. I said, start calling you, Hall. We need about four or five of them. <laughs> you know, we've been celebrating the, our anniversary, 22nd anniversary, starting our 23rd year. I always go back, Antron, to the first time you and I spoke in Pomona 
You had just won. You were going to the media center. We passed each other on the steps. You looked up and said, hey, what's happening? And I was like, whoa, he spoke to me. And <laughs> what was the... Yeah. What was the, 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 what did people say about the freak nation? We were really young then and making a point and many people hated us. Some people loved us. What was the thing in the back of your mind when you saw uh, the freak nation? What was the first thing you thought about? Hey, well, I'll I'll never forget when I first saw y'all and I came in there. I remember going to the studio, going down the hallway because you ran down the booth back there. And we came in there, man. I looked at I looked at everybody. It's like, man, these these jokers are off the chain back. Here. You know what I mean? I said, and it's it like I was like, speed freaks. I'm like, the name fits them. <laughs> like that's the first thing I need. And the first thing, like, you know, Kenny was always on the edge, and he came up there and he like, you know, he was dropping the B word and stuff like that. I'm like. What you saying, man? I was like, what you saying? I said, you better not call me one, man. We're going to scrap. <laughs> I saw how this cracking jokes, but that was just his terminology. And you know, the thing about it was for me, I'm very unique to all different walks of life. I've seen it from far to wide to up and down and all around. It don't make a difference. You know, you got to remember, I was the kid that grew up in Trenton, New Jersey until I was six in the ghetto. And then I moved straight from the ghetto to into the country where I was the only chocolate drop in the country. And I was just like, I've been to culture shock my whole life. So it's nothing that y'all could do that could surprise me. And I said, you know what? They got to be cool because they got a brother on the show. They got a stat man. <laughs> cool, laid back. And you had Crash. I'm like, why do you call her Crash? I'm like, what's she doing? And she was just buck wild. I was like, check this out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you had a cat on your show called Lug Nut. Mm-hmm. And he told me his stuff hang low. And I'm like, what is wrong with this dude? <laughs> I'm like, you know what I mean? So so it's like it was this great energy. And it was like fun. I took it as fun, energetic, and it was edgy, it was raw, but at the end of the day, y'all broke down the stuff that people wanted to hear. And that's when I fell in love with with, with the freak nation. You know, you brought up something in that comment right there that not much surprises you. Well, since from then, or maybe even from your childhood till now, what has been the biggest surprise in your life? Has it been fatherhood? Has it been team ownership and trying to manage a bunch of personalities? What has surprised Antron Brown the most in his life? Oh, Lord, have mercy. I mean, what has surprised me the most? It's, it's, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I think what surprised me the most is what you get when you're around fans. Like, some fans are buck wild, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right. It's it's all right. And I think the one of the biggest surprises to me, too, like you said, like you talked about fatherhood, is when we had all of our kids, I can think about it distinctly, like the things that kids would say. No filter. No filter at all. You know what I mean? And uh, and the things they will do at the spur of the moment and how they could just talk to anybody and everybody like my kids did. They weren't scared to tell you like, what you look like and how you, what they thought about you. And sometimes you know how we think it? We think of adults, 
but we don't say it like Kenny does. Kenny does say it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but but for me, I looked at some stuff and then my kids will say what I'm thinking. I'm like, I was thinking that. But they said it to that poor dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay what was your reaction when your son said i want to go drag racing oh lord i was like no you don't hmm. like, no you don't i was like i don't you don't need that disease it's a disease it's a bad disease that you don't need to have it's gonna cost me a lot of money you know and, and dad's trying to retire i'm not trying to be john force i'm not trying to i'm not trying to race so i can support the fam i need to, i need you out of racing all of his doors love racing, so he's got to keep racing so he can make them so he can support them. <laughs> Do you still make your bed in the morning? Yeah, uh, so, somewhat. It's like not making it. It's kind of like just throwing the sheets over the area where I lay. It's not like tucking it in. Uh oh. <gasps> oh no. I think his I think his wife just cut him off. Go there. Oh, you go. there we go. Yeah, there you go. What the hell just oh, happened? My, my phone did a timeout. I'll, I didn't him for upgrade. He tried to get me for upgrade. See there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Because I see your. Uh, I, uh, I know it was your. <laughs> That's hysterical. Because she was mad at your response. He needs to make the bed. So right. I'm going to cut him off right now. <laughs> <laughs> little bastard. He never makes the bed. I blew There's that B word. There's that B word. <laughs> I didn't call you the other. <laughs> <laughs> I blasted out three kids and he still won't make up the damn bed, man. Hey, hey, it was hard work making them jokers. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, buddy, this is we can we can never have too much time with you, Antron. We I I think the three of us would agree. We hope that this Speed Freaks Mojo benefits you moving forward to where you can get back to your old kicking ass ways, buddy. It's coming, brother. It's coming. It's one thing that we all have learned in life is that the only way you beat resistance is with persistence, brother. And uh, don't quit. I don't give up. And I'm a fighter. And think about it is you only keep a, you only keep a good man and a good team down for a little while. We're going to start digging out that hole and we're going to start bringing that trouble to the game, brother. It's coming. Hey, I made Stealth a mode. I made a New Year's resolution this year, and I pretty much held myself to it, man. Keep your phone out of the bathroom, brother. It'll change your ways. <laughs> Where right? did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with your phone in the bathroom? Oh, no, he does in the bathroom. Oh, come on! Don't it, just to meet how the old men used to have newspapers. You now you take your damn phone in there and catch up on social media. Oh, I, I, I you know what I got? I got old school national dragster stuff. <laughs> And I go through them. And I'm like, oh, I remember this day. Oh, check that joke out. Look at freaking Mike Dunn. What's he doing? Oh, <laughs> oh snap. You know what I mean? Oh, that's legendous. So how many national dragsters are in your, your bathroom, in your motorhome right now? Not in my bathroom. Motorhome at home. I, I'm never hardly in the bathroom here. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. But. <laughs> you, you you do the duty out, out of the track pooper, right? Yeah, yeah, man. No, I, I'm not one to. Empty, I don't like empty the black water tank, but you got to. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm so with you there. <laughs> all right, Antron, we love you, buddy. Go kick some ass, my friend. Hey, I love y'all too, family. I love y'all. We're gonna throw it down when I go up in the deal. When mm -hmm. I'm 
Oh, this is for the freak nation, baby. Oh. <laughs> Later. Peace.